episode of the Freedom Talks podcast, everybody. This is your host, Joe Ogden, here back with another episode of our Freedom Talks podcast. This week is just a solo podcast with just myself. We're going to put some of these in between some of the interviews that we have coming up with a lot of our therapists as well as some other healthcare providers. But today is just a solo podcast with myself. And what I wanted to talk about today was building off of our Freedom Fitness Challenge of 2024, which the main goal, if you've listened to that podcast already, great. Thank you for listening. But I'm going to reiterate, if you haven't listened to it, please go check it out because I think it's a very good podcast because what our goal is here at Freedom Physical Therapy is just to spread health and fitness as well as just improving your life in the year of 2024. It's never too late to start. Today is always a great day to better yourself. It doesn't matter if you're at the beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year. But because we're at the beginning of 2024 and we have this Freedom Fitness Challenge out there for people to improve their lives, I wanted to talk about how to get there and how to build that. What does it look like? I think it's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to improve my life by X, Y, and Z next year or right now. But we have to know how to get there. And I think that's where sometimes people get caught up or sometimes we fall off the wagon, so to speak, and don't follow through with some of the goals that we make. And that's not even related just to health and fitness, even though that's a big thing that we see as physical therapists and things that I see on a daily basis with physical therapy. But really the big thing that this podcast is going to focus on and kind of talk about is how do we create goals and create that framework and how do we follow through to accomplish the goals that we set? So one thing that I think is super important, and it it sounds very easy, but it's something I think we overlook and don't do. We just kind of plan it out in our head and then we don't see all the obstacles that we can go through or some of the things that can get in the way of what we do. So first and foremost, the biggest thing is to write down what we're trying to do. So again, it doesn't matter what we're trying to do. In this case, we're going to kind of focus on the Freedom Fitness Challenge. And I'm going to use my own examples to kind of give the framework on what to do, how we're going to go about it, and how to accomplish all the goals that we set out to make. So first and foremost, the goal that we set. So as I said in the Freedom Fitness Challenge original podcast, my goal in 2024 is to run two marathons. So right off the bat, I look at my calendar of 2024 and I have it printed out actually in my house of when those two are. Green Bay is in May and then Lakefront's in October. So I already know that my first end date is in May and my first end date is in October. Excuse me, my second end date's in October. So being January of 2024, I'm going to look at May and I'm going to map out my end date I know is May and I'm going to work backwards. So once we map it out, we then have to look, okay, where do we want to get to? The where in this case is end goal of running the marathon. That's your dessert. You got to do a ton of work just to get to that point. Now, some of the other things that we need to figure out is, okay, how do I get to May? How do I accomplish the goal that I'm setting out to make? And that is where we create the framework of what we're going to do to accomplish that. So again, in my case, I have weekly runs that we're going to get on starting out at four days a week and then getting to five days a week towards the end. We're trying to put a ton of volume to get to that point to make sure that you're ready to get to that end goal. Now, if your goal is just to walk 30 minutes a day and improve from 15 minutes a day, okay, well, you're probably not going to get to 30 minutes right away. That's our end goal. So we want to start at 15, do a couple weeks at 15, the next couple weeks, improve to 20, 
and then 25, and then we get to our goal of 30. All of that can be built backwards from the end date that we know we're trying to get to. So if your goal is to run it and walk 30 minutes by, we'll say June 1st, we want to be running 20 by February and then by March, get to 25. And then maybe in April for feeling good enough, we mix in some 30s, some 25s. And then by May, we're doing all 30s. So that June 1st, boom, we're ready to go. The other things that we need to focus on and some things that I think is, again, really important to look at and really try and break down so that we can negate any issues that will come up because there's are going to be issues that come up along the way. There's always obstacles to get over. We need to map out what some of the obstacles are with achieving our goals. So my life, for instance, right now, we have a young baby at home and I work a ton of hours at work being a physical therapist and just being a healthcare provider. That's just what we do. Working longer days and having longer weekends sometimes isn't always the greatest thing for my life right now in general. My wife works on the weekends, so I'm full-time caregiver on the weekends. I don't split time with my wife. It's either my wife with our baby all day or it's me on the weekends with my baby all day. So I know right away that time for sure is going to be an obstacle. The other thing, life with an 11-month-old is pretty hectic. So every day is kind of the same in a sense of we have our nap time, feeding time, play time. But sometimes that changes. You have to be willing to be flexible. Some of the other obstacles are honestly just things that come up in your daily life. It could be you get a flat tire or your car doesn't start or power goes out of your house or you need to go to the grocery store. You have an appointment. I mean, there's a lot of things that can come up during the day that kind of change what we do. So so mapping out these obstacles that can get in the way of things that you do, I think is super important. When you know ahead of time that there's potential obstacles that are going to come with what you're trying to do, it really helps being able to map out and to understand how to accomplish those obstacles and get around them so you can keep heading towards your goal. So for me, for instance, I've really tried to improve upon this in 2024. So far, we're a couple weeks in now and I've been doing it probably since the beginning of December. But my time in the morning is before everyone wakes up. So my alarm goes off at five. More often during the week, I do start my weeks with my runs and workouts on Saturdays because that's easier. It's my day off. So that during the week is a little quieter, especially Thursday and Friday. But from Saturday to Thursday, pretty much it's waking up at five o'clock, taking the dog outside and getting into my basement where the treadmill is or or where our gym is. And by 530 to 615, when everyone's sleeping still, is getting my work in before the baby wakes up. I then go upstairs. Baby wakes up about 645, get her up and get her to my wife who feeds her. And then we come out and play and get ready to go to work. So depending on the day, I'm out of the house by 7 a.m. to go to work. And then I'm not home till 730 um, to put the baby down for bedtime. So during the week, time is super limited. So knowing that right off the bat is you have to plan out and map out. This is when I'm going to get my stuff done. For me, I write it down every day. I know from I'm going to wake up by five and go to bed hopefully by nine so that my eight hour sleep window, give or take, is filled and I can recover. And I know that during the day, everything's timed out so that any obstacle that comes up is important to kind of get through. In my opinion, not knowing these obstacles ahead of time or what potentially can come up, which allows us to be a little more flexible and to kind of predict what's going to happen. To me, this is one of the biggest things that cause us not to achieve our goals is, well, something came up today during my workout time and I'm just not going to fill it. I'm not going to 
put it in at the end of my day or try and get it in today. I'll just do it tomorrow. Sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do. It's actually proven with science that you actually shape a part of your brain that helps you continue to do hard things. It's actually really good for your brain development. Doing something you don't want to do and just pushing through, like sometimes I've gotten home after work. I'm obviously super tired after working over 12 hours or being gone for 12 hours from home. And last thing I want to do is go in my basement, get my workout in and go to bed late. Doing that shapes your brain to simply be stronger. So doing things that we don't want to do is actually beneficial for us. So on Monday, when you don't want to wake up and get out of bed, do the best you can to get up and get out of bed because that's going to set your week off and actually your day off for success. Continuously doing things that we don't want to do over time is so beneficial for us. And there's great research out there now on the actual positive effects it has on our brain. So making sure that we address all the potential obstacles again that can get in the way of the goal we have is super important to know of and to get through so that we can continue to achieve our goals. So that's one big thing that I think is so important is not only is it super important to know the exact end date of the goal you're trying to make so you know what you're trying to go towards not just something in general, but specifically, this is objectively what I'm trying to do. You then map out how to get there, which is whether it's going to be three workouts a week or four workouts a week, or I'm going to eat at home six days of the week instead of only one day of the week. Whatever the case is, this is how I'm going to get there. Each day is its own day. So you know exactly Monday, I'm going to do this, Tuesday, this, Wednesday, this, and so on. From there, identifying the obstacles that can get in the way of the goals we're trying to make, super important to be aware of. When we write those down and we're aware of those, it's much easier to understand that we can get through these and we can get around them. Or you get up and get things done before you even have an issue of anything getting in the way, which for me, I found that I feel better. I just function better. And then I have less anxiety or less stress of, well, this might come up at the end of the day. I don't know if I'll be able to get it in or I have other things to do. Like, nope, I've, I've already got my stuff done. Really, whatever comes up the rest of the day doesn't matter. I mean, there have been times where I was in a stretch for a while where after work, I'd get home. I work out at night when everyone's kind of going to bed. Then I get to after work and you never know what can happen with your last patient, whether you have an evaluation or just something comes up where you're at work late. And then I'd be a little stressed out like, oh, I'm off by 10 minutes of my timing because I'm a very time oriented person. Well, now my whole schedule at night's getting thrown off. Well, if you start by doing things right away when you wake up, wake up a little earlier, then it doesn't matter what gets in the way is you're just going about life as you normally would. So again, identifying those obstacles is so crucial to making sure we can get towards our goals. So identifying those is step two to getting towards improving your life. The other thing that I think is super important, I kind of touched on this already, but I really want to make sure that I make it crystal clear, and this applies to any goal that you're trying to achieve, is make sure during your day you schedule out time, you block off time for yourself to get whatever you need to done. When you schedule out time, like for me, from that 5.30 to 6.30 time frame, I know that every day I'm going to be able to get whatever I need to done. I have an hour to get stuff done, and I know that that time is allotted for whatever I need it to be for. That can be whatever time works best for your schedule. For me, because I'm a healthcare provider and our days are pretty packed, the morning is best for me. Some people, it might be your lunch hour. It doesn't matter what the time is. Just making sure you allot that time for whatever you need to get done is super crucial. And honestly, we have to get good 
about saying no to other things. I think sometimes we're way too selfless in our own life that it, we suffer ourselves because we're so used to saying yes, 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 yes. Saying no is okay. If someone wants to ask you to do something or you need to pick up an extra shift or a couple extra things at work or at home that maybe don't need to get done or you're helping out a friend, sometimes it's okay to say no because you have a lot of that time for yourself. It's important to take time for ourselves. I think just in our life in general, we're so quick to say yes to everyone. And then you kind of look back and, well, where's the time for myself? That doesn't mean we're becoming selfish. It's actually the farthest from that. If we take that time for ourselves, I think it actually makes us more selfless and more prone to helping others because we've already taken the time for our own mental health. If we don't take the time for our mental health, which then improves our physical health or our nutritional health, it doesn't matter. If we don't take that time for ourselves, then we're actually less off for helping others. So so taking time for ourselves is crucial. You need to schedule out time during your day. And again, it doesn't matter when it is during the day. Just pick it out for best for you. Schedule the time to get it done so that no matter what comes up, you know that your schedule is filled with something to improve your life. The last thing that I think is important, and really this last one is more so for myself. I do remind myself of this a lot and I struggle with it on a daily basis, quite honestly. And I think this applies to a lot of other people. As I've gotten older, I don't think I have any diagnosis of OCD, but I, I really like to be organized and have everything laid out so I don't forget things. I make sure I write everything down and just have things in my head of, I want this to be organized. I want this to be done in a correct way. I want this to be this way. But sometimes it actually hurts me. And I think, again, this applies to other people because I deal with people and treat people on a daily basis who are very similar to me. We need to be flexible with our time. We need to be flexible with our days. It's impossible for things to go perfect every single day. I think that's so impossible. It's a super unrealistic expectation of our lives. And quite honestly, that I, I, there's nothing more to really say. I think it's, it's just the truth. It's impossible for things to be perfect day in and day out. If it is, if you're listening to this podcast and you think your day is perfect day in and day out based on how you pictured your day to go and how it ended up every single day, 365 days a year, please let me know because you're definitely onto something. I want to know your secret. But being flexible with whatever can come up during the day and just kind of moving things around accordingly is super important. There have been days where sometimes if the baby doesn't sleep, which is very rare, but sometimes like this weekend here in Wisconsin, we had a snowstorm. So and our power went out at our house. So I have an 11 month old at home who I'm super worried about that might get too cold. I wasn't able to wake up when I wanted to, to get my workout in before I had to wake her up. So I was just kind of flexible. I just kind of moved everything back, got her up, make sure she was comfortable. Power came back on. So I was able to put her back to sleep for a little bit before it went out again. But that's just a small example is you just have to be flexible with the ideas you have in your head. And sometimes things come up. For instance, working in physical therapy, again, we might have an evaluation the last part of the, our day or our last scheduled time slot. At the end, we need to schedule the patient, make sure they can get in to get the care that they need based on what we find during the evaluation. Sometimes they get out of work late and that's okay. I know that I can be flexible and kind of move some things around within reason to make sure I get home in time to put our daughter to bed. That's one thing now is and become a parent is I have these cornerstones that are non-negotiable and 
missing bedtime is is a non-negotiable for me. I know I need to be home for that. It's just a part of our routine. Unless I'm gone, which has been very rare um, since our baby was born. Very rare is my wife put her down because that's just what we do. Our routine is I get home from work and play with her a little bit. Sometimes a dog needs to go out, so I'll take him on his nighttime little walk. And then when I get back in, we'll put the baby down to bed and she does really good, but that's something for me. It's non-negotiable. The in-betweens can be super flexible. Um, sometimes at night I might have some other things to get done before I go to sleep. And that's just something we got to be flexible with our day. So the main message with this last portion to achieve any goal that we're trying to get towards is you got to be flexible with it. Again, it's not going to be perfect day in and day out. You have to be flexible on how to get there. What we're looking for is consistency over time. If you're trying to improve something, if you're consistently doing it, it will improve. If you're only doing it every once in a while, but when you do it, it's really good, it's actually not going to improve as much as if you just do it every day or not even every day, consistently four or five times a week or a couple times throughout the day, whatever your goal is, you have to be consistent with it. If we can be flexible with things that come up during the day or during the week or during the month or during the year, it doesn't matter. We're still going to have success. So again, being flexible is critical. So just to kind of recap on everything that we've talked about so far, what I think is super, super important to achieving any goal, and this applies to our Freedom Fitness Challenge of 2024, is A, we need to identify a goal, B, identify the end date to that goal, something we actually can, something we can write down and something we can look towards. So have a specific date or a specific time that you want things to be done. We then want to identify any obstacles getting in our way or things that we potentially could see get in the way, whether it's having a child or potential you get sick during the year. Sickness meaning just cold or flu, nothing crazy. We can't predict those things that come up that are super crazy. But maybe during the spring or during the fall, you know that there's going to be probably a week that you're just not going to feel the greatest. So you might taper down during that week as well as things that come up during the day itself. Being flexible with our time. Being flexible with our time is, again, I think one of the most important things. I struggle with it on a daily basis, but I really try and work hard to get better. I think my wife would agree with that. Sometimes my flexibility is not great. I have a certain order of things that I want to get done and how I want it to get done and when I want to get done. And I like to make sure that things are pretty fluent and pretty crisp on getting those done. But it's all something that we all can get better together. So... So once again, thank you everyone who listens to our podcast week in, week out. We definitely see all of the listens and the downloads. It really helps us. If you like any of the content that you're listening to, we're trying to put out more. It's all a work in progress as things are super tough. Um, seeing a bunch of patients and things are crazy here at Freedom Physical Therapy, which is good. Um, but sometimes it's really hard to mix in getting a podcast in every week. So we're working really hard to get content out for you. So... If you could, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever podcast medium that you listen to, if you could give us a rating, a five-star rating, that would be awesome. Or if you feel so compelled, leave us a review. We do see it all and we appreciate any feedback that anybody has. And if anybody has any suggestions on future podcasts or you see one of our therapists or you follow us on social media, we look at all that and we monitor it. So if you want to see a certain podcast topic or you have a guest that you would be interested in listening to or hearing from, please let us know. So thanks again for listening, everybody, and we'll see everybody in the next episode.